Hi and welcome back to Cheeky Podcast with your hosts, Cheeky Nick, Cheeky JB, and Cardboard Chris. Because you know we can't do a podcast without him, and he's uh, he's not with us this, eve- uh, this this evening. It just feels like a big blur, JB. It feels <laughs> like it's still the evening. It's we're not playing Call of Duty here. Um, no, it's morning. Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are around the world. To be fair, could be evening. I feel like it's evening. I'm tired. I should just go back to bed, shouldn't I? It's... <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, JB, how are you doing today? What a sensational intro that was, Nick. Congratulations <laughs> yeah. on that like one. I say, I uh, balls it up every single time. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm, I'm good. I feel absolutely honoured <laughs> to be joined by the cardboard Chris cut out. So, you got to, right? You know, <laughs> you got to have a cardboard Chris. Um, so Chris, how how you doing? Yeah, cool. Good. Yeah, it's lost for words. Phenomenal intro, uh, I have to say. If I, you know, I do say so myself. Um, but no, it's great to be back for another podcast. Good to kind of be discussing the things that have been happening in the space for cryptocurrency. There's a few things that I've kind of skirted across today. Uh, this morning, guys, uh, scanning some of these news outlets. Lots of things to think about, JB. Um, but you know, more importantly, most importantly... Bitcoin reached those levels that were just never going to happen again. It's absolutely impossible. It's, it's impossible. It, it was never going to happen. The Black Swan <laughs> event happened overnight. Yeah, I mean, I, I found one article uh, that had this really cool title. Oh, that was it. They used a really cool word. Bitcoin plummets below thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, plummets. Uh, you know, it did, didn't really plummet. Um, but you know, uh, Bitcoin had a little bit of a pullback. Now. I want to know, JB, did anyone call $28,000? Yeah, you JB, you called $28,000. Yeah, I'm chuffed. And uh, <laughs> I, think, I think the community, uh, the, cheeky, the cheeky community all over that, uh, which is cool. There obviously are pockets of people who uh, really are bullish on the market right now. Um, maybe they've changed their, their opinions. Yes. Maybe 28K yeah. just isn't, isn't, isn't going to change their opinion at all. What's your thoughts? Well, we touched on on Tuesday's podcast, uh, the first of the lives, that we could see the narrative was starting to change online. You know, the the bulls or the, the fud spreaders, as I would like to to refer to them as, um, you could see the narrative was starting to change. That was maybe keeping it in the back of their mind that maybe this isn't a bull run. That the the I mean, we've seen great gains so far. Let's be honest here. The the bear market rally there has been a good return. But I think the reality of what's actually going on is starting to set in with them, and their narrative is starting to change. We did see the pullback, obviously Nick, myself, Festoon, we've all been looking at it, and you know it's it has been expected. We see obviously some of the alternative charting that goes on in the Discord as well. That the way that they look at the charts with whatever you know method that is they're using, they're also seeing the same thing that there's a pullback ready to happen. That the market was looking quite exhausted, but it was. So I think credit, given where credit is due, that you know a lot of a lot of people were calling for Bitcoin to come back, even though it was never coming back below thirty thousand dollars. Let's remember that we're sitting right now at twenty eight thousand eight hundred and seventy two dollars. Um, yeah, even well, we, we see it with Ethereum as well. That was never going to drop back below two thousand dollars. It's at nineteen hundred dollars. So yeah, I think that um, there's been a lot of wise calls in the Discord. Not just obviously from myself, Nick and Festoon, but a lot of members as well. Some of the, the the methods that they're using were also calling for a drop in the market. And yeah, I'm happy to see it come to fruition. 
Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it, it is it's still minor at this point, right? You know, twenty eight thousand dollars is not a big deal. Uh, dropping down from thirty one to twenty eight is is not a huge huge movement. Um, but you know, it's the start of something potentially big, which I talk about on a premiere video going live at ten a.m. today. In fact, straight after this podcast, uh, you should check that one out because um, the structures that are starting to form could mean pretty catastrophic things for btc but this video this live this live stream this podcast jb is titled 10 million dollar bitcoin and um yeah 10 million but about 10 billion 10 million dollar bitcoin um i mean why not we could just add another zero two zeros add, add a few more zeros why not it doesn't really matter it seems to be clickbait but is there actually something to it now We've seen $1 million Bitcoin recently. We've seen some crazy thoughts of $12 million Bitcoin most recently. What's your thoughts, JB? Do you, do you honestly think there's something behind this? Or is this literally just getting those clickety clicks? Exactly that. Clickety, clickety, click, click, click. <laughs> the, the thought of a $10 million Bitcoin, $100 million Bitcoin, it would be fantastic, you know, you're portfolio look amazing but on the flip side of that and i know you guys have covered this before your physical monetary value would be worth absolutely nothing there would be no point having bitcoin at that kind of number your dollar would be worth nothing i know we're kind of we're on the the road there for the dollar to be worth nothing as it is the way everything's going so to have a bitcoin <laughs> to have a bitcoin at 10 million dollars 100 million dollars it's not something I, I want to see um, I don't think we're going to see it. Let's be honest. I'm not. I don't, it doesn't matter to me um, if we're unless we're holding a USD or a USD type stable coin. You know, ten million dollar Bitcoin, twenty million dollar, hundred million. It doesn't really matter um, because ultimately the other pairs, whether that's you know, GBP or Euro to Bitcoin, they're all going to be hovering around the twenty eight, thirty thousand dollar Bitcoin number, yeah. right? Um, you can have any crazy USD base, but if the USD doesn't hold its value anymore, then what is the point, right? And this kind of brings us on, JB, to um, Russia, right? And um, they're they're looking to allow uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and crypto for international trade to decrease dollar dependency yeah <laughs> i think we kind of seen um yeah this was starting this was starting to brew um a few weeks back we'll say that i think we spoke about it before so i think obviously the the powers that be and the the issues that are going on right now they are all moving away from the dollar the basically the way they're trading they're not wanting to use dollar which is you know understand why, why it is they're doing what they're doing it's politics and i don't think we're going to dive into politics today um yeah so their mission is to obviously destroy the dollar that's working this for them to move everything into bitcoin is as nasty as it is i'm understanding everything that's going on there it's to me a good thing to see that the use case for bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is you know moving into real world that it's going to be like, super hyper important for major trades in the world. So the ones that, that obviously are coming to mind right now is you're talking like so Russia and let's just say Saudi Arabia. There's going to be mega transfers of money, payments, if that's being used on Bitcoin, on blockchain. Then 
you know, that's blockchain technology coming to the forefront of like global money. We're going to see mass adoption and it's going to be used. There's a caveat to that. I'll come to that. If it's getting used between these big players and it's big money, it's getting moved around. Then, you know, you can see the price of cryptocurrencies, I think, is going to absolutely skyrocket. The caveat yeah. to that is there's going to be a lot of dirty money being laundered. And because it's decentralized, I think it's going to be easier. I think it's already happening. In fact, we know it's already happening that money has been washed through um, cryptocurrency. But I think you're going to obviously see it more um, if obviously these big institutions start to use it more frequently. I'm trying to be very particularly well worded out there so it's not um, offending anyone. <laughs> now, obviously, with uh, Russia's move to um, potentially, and I say it's potentially, I mean, the governor of Russia's central bank has basically said that they're looking to use crypto for international trade, um, but would prohibit the use inside the state. Um, but if we were to kind of just zoom out a little bit, the BRICS alliance, right, the BRICS nations, they they're, they're really are challenging the USD um, and have basically becoming an alternative to, to the dollar which could have profound effects on the crypto space as well as other markets as well. And there's most, uh, and if not all at the moment, not all, really most, um, are kind of settled in USD, right? Um, and we can start to see a shift uh, with how oil is being transacted upon and how uh, the BRICS alliance are essentially basically just going their own way. And that could grow, that could become even even bigger right so the, at the moment you're talking brazil russia india china and south africa but maybe more will join you know i think um it's going to be an interesting development and obviously that will have a profound effect on the us dollar which will have an then a knock-on effect to the crypto market the value of bitcoin and well if you do see significant uh, shift in that then you might see issues with um with that dollar getting hyperinflation which then will create ultimately the the, the million dollar bitcoin uh, but again to jb's point <laughs> we're not gonna want it right? you're not gonna want it so it doesn't really matter if bitcoin goes to 10 million dollars or not you're not gonna want the million dollars or the 10 million dollar um in exchange for the bitcoin you're gonna want to keep the bitcoin or uh, move over to a different currency that has uh held up better and fed Bed better. Um, interesting developments, though, JB. Uh, uh, Chris, what's your thoughts? Again, I think just just lost for words. Lost for words. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Uh, uh, so good. So good fun. But yeah, Bitcoin did plummet. Uh, I, I'm going to use that word. I might actually just have to use that in some of the thumbnails, just yeah. you know, for the use of it. I love the word plummets because you know you can't use the word crash. You can't use the word dip you can't use the word uh drop and um, this is a thing like you know people are getting very emotional but uh, plummets is a really strong word i like that one um so yeah bitcoin plummets below thirty thousand dollars in sudden sell-off now sudden there's two words here that i'm actually quite liking first is plummets and the second word is sudden um i don't think it was sudden i mean i was actually talking about it a few days prior um, so I wouldn't say it was sudden. We were kind of expecting it. We could see it within the charts. We could see it within the data. Uh, timing it was obviously a little hard. We did actually end up going up before we went down. Um, but, you know, that's pretty typical as well when you're in leverage positions because they do want to make sure they get rid of those short positions 
before the price actually moves down. The exchanges don't want to be paying out for, for no particular reason. So a short squeeze and then down it went. And I still need to visit those comments on the YouTube channel, JB. And I'll, maybe I'll find some time today uh, because uh, I think their comments aged like fine milk. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> uh, good times. Um, there, was yeah. a few, um, there was a few humble pie so oh, there, there, there definitely a, was yeah. yeah there was a few asking if we were going to return to eat our humble pie when the market rockets so i'm hoping those characters shall return to eat the humble pie that the market is starting to pull back ah oh, man um i've got one yeah. for you here i've got yeah, one go, for you go here. For it, go for it. i've not even passed this by you earlier on it's more to get your reaction <laughs> so <laughs> you've probably already seen it but it's the first that's came across me so we obviously know the the talk right now about FTX possibly coming back to back to surface. They you know the reboot. We'll call it the reboot of FTX. So Tribe Capital have offered two hundred fifty million dollars to help reboot FTX. What do you think about that? <laughs> Just like Chris, I'm speechless. Um, <clears throat> you know what? Maybe I need to get a cardboard Chris voice box. That could be interesting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, ah, shocking. 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 Um, we called it. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else he says. <laughs> there's a team. Uh, there's, a, there's a real team coming. <laughs> there's a real team. It's a real team. Uh, look, look, look. Right. It's FTX. Let's just say, what are, what are they trying to reboot? Is it their name? Is it the branding? Uh, or is it the actual team? <laughs> well, I think it's what, all cr- just, 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 yeah. For what I understand, it's, I, think, I genuinely think they are trying to get the exchange back to market. So obviously the FTT token was at 20% or whatever. It, um, it mm. bounced after this announcement from uh, Tribe Capital. But it's, for one, it's $250 million enough to reboot the, the actual exchange itself. If it well, does come back, didn't they just like find seven billion down the side of the sofa or something? Well, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, so it was two hundred and fifty million. Yeah. So on the side of that, if the exchange comes back to market, what, um, what's the right word here? What law? What procedure is in place to, you know, reimburse the investors that lost so much with FTX collapsing? Because obviously, oh, yeah. you you guys done it live on. The, the the main channel, you were calling the 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 liquidations that FTX were making when other exchanges, bigger exchanges, were making very few. Um, yeah, like FTX was um, like eighty percent of all liquidations, <laughs> and you're talking eight hundred million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right. But so, what's two hundred and fifty million if they were yeah. liquidating eight hundred million? Like at the end of the day, um, I think anybody who would continue to use FTX. At that point, after everything that's unfolded, if they relaunch, right, and they go back to market, I think if you go and use FTX at that point, I, I, that's all on you. Like, there's, like, you can't blame anyone if something goes wrong a second time, right? You know, fool you once, shame on, on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Uh, at the end of the day, I wouldn't be touching that. And most retail investors should avoid it. Uh, and unfortunately, only people who probably haven't been a part of the space and do not know the history are the ones that are probably going to fall for it again. Um, but I just think that regulations and, uh, and the government should be stepping in to prevent it. Um, I, think, 
I think we do see that quite a lot, though. So obviously, if, if we take it back a bit further here, the likes of Voyager and Celsius, um, obviously we've seen FTX as well. The these are, I think, more in America as well. These are very big names, so they're new people coming into the space that they they're going to look for familiarity, things that are, um, you know, they're they're already embezzled in their brain that they understand. Okay, Voyager, that's a name that I know. FTX, that's a name that I know. I've seen FTX in the news. I can't remember what the news was about because it was mainstream and it wasn't overly documented, but that's a name I recognise. They're, they're instantly drawn towards these things. So we've seen, obviously, talks of like, so Celsius and Voyager and FTX now possibly coming back to, to market. So the question I would ask you is, if you were with... I'm trying to think of an analogy here, and they're all coming bad quite back. Back quite bad here. If you were with a girl and she cheated on you, would you go back with her? If you took your car into a garage to get fixed, but you got absolutely conned, would you return back to that garage? The likelihood is no to both of those questions. So why would you go back to an exchange who has drained so many investors of, you know, let's be honest, the hard-earned money? Um, a lot of them are going to be retail investors like you, I, and the next guy. They're not going to be your big players in the space. So, yeah, it's, it's worrying to see that this for one, is even allowed to be spoken about, for them to even think about coming back to market, it's just absurd. Um, and two, the, the fact that there's not like a, an asterisk put next to the name. So if you were to see FTX Exchange, there was an asterisk next to it, you could click on that asterisk and it'd be like, this was previously done X, Y, and Z. You know, to make the, even not, not just the new ones, but everybody aware as to, you know, what's happened previously with that exchange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the... Uh... A founder rug pulled everyone. He built in a back door, um, but we're yeah. gonna just relaunch it. Uh, yeah. Is that back door gonna be fixed? Yeah. Mm. The, the founder uh, rug pulled and is currently being paid off by many U.S. government officials. But we can't uh, say that out live. Can't, you can't. Yeah. I mean, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, why did you just say that? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess um, that's not that's not gonna be good news. Like, we. we yeah, I think it would be more important to take that $250 million and build a new exchange and do some marketing because with $250 million, you can do some pretty decent marketing yeah, and definitely. build a pretty decent exchange. So why do you need to do something with FTX? Like It's got a lot of press, but no one's going to trust that. It's like the same with Terra Luna, right? Um, it's like you've got Luna Classic, then you've got the, 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 the new version right, of Terra Luna. Do you really fancy trusting them? Do you fancy, you know, still going and building over there? And I know, like, Luna Classic, to a degree, is actually now in the hands of the developers. That's fair play mm -hmm. um, and all that. But, you know, there's trust that's been, been broken, right? And that's not an easy thing to get back, as you say. You know, if, uh, if your girl's going to cheat on you, she's out the door. She ain't coming back, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and, and likewise, when, um, you know, you take a car in and let's say, you know, they... they, they rinse your wallet dry you're not going back to the same garage right uh and, and so forth so yeah interestingly enough though you know, those two things those two examples i mean we also had celsius as well um you had celsius luna ftx and uh, that's one common denominator that we saw this week jv go on mr gary gensler <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. the common denominator uh he's the one who's been uh, not really held accountable, at least not yet. I mean, prison time would be more justifiable. Um, 
but you know, at least he's uh, he's had a hard time this week, which is uh, so interesting. I was watching a little bit of it, and uh, I couldn't help but notice that he was either super nervous or his old age is getting to him because he was doing a lot of Biden shaking, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I was like, I like to think nerves. I don't know his uh, you know history of health or whatever, but um, you know, he was fumbling and stuff. Did make me find it quite interesting to kind of see. The kind of people who are, you know, at the front of these billion-dollar losses uh, and damages to retail investors. Uh, but some of the uh, uh, the committee, the questions that they were answering were absolutely fantastic. I, I love the way that this were. That Gary just didn't want to answer yes or no, and uh, you know, reclaiming my time. The answer is yes. <laughs> I love it. I love all that kind of stuff. What's your thoughts on it? Uh, a cheeky, yeah, uh, JB. So he's obviously a well-trained politician. He knows how to circle around a question it was literally asked over and over again yes or no answer this question yes or no and he could not answer yes or no to i'd say 90 percent of the questions he was asked obviously we've covered it previously that is ethereum um a security or a commodity oh well it's both but it's actually neither but it's it's they're both separate entities we're gonna answer the question here um yes if i can make money by suing people no if i can't Yes, if I can again. And no, it all depends on when and who's involved. <laughs> yeah, but obviously you touched on it, like the, the way his mannerisms, um, his body language spoke volumes. It was a man panicking. That, uh, yeah. You know, he's, he's clawing at, he's clawing at a door that's staying closed. He, he's, he's on his way out. I think they, they have their idea of how they want the SEC to be run now. Um, as we spoke about previously, with having one at the top and a board working under them, <laughs> a womble, yeah, <laughs> in the <laughs> chat, a womble, it's class. Um, so yeah, we can see that uh, the how they want the SEC now to be ran with the board. I've been trying to look into this after we spoke about it because they obviously said that you cannot have previously been an SEC chair or high up on the SEC to be part of this board. So what is the contingency to be a member of this board however it is it's going to work there's not been really much um, released about it yet but back to the the, the live stream of the the trial with gary against the, the the questions and whatnot it was an incredibly hard watch god I, I can watch some tv i can watch some talks with politics but that was bloody boring <laughs> it was a hard watch yeah i have to say i do agree it was uh it was entertaining at times, but man, did you have to wait for those entertaining moments? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Scottish big mama down in the in, in the cheeky chat. She she streamed it for a while. Um, I tried jumping in it, but it was just it was a hard watch. I thought I'd, I'll wait for YouTube. There'll be highlights come out. Um, we'll, we'll catch up the highlights. <laughs> so what else did we see yesterday? Uh, just moving from one womble to another, Mister. Donald Trump has a new NFT collection coming to market. What is he calling it? Yeah, Donald Trump's Series 2 of Trump Digital Trading Card Collection is coming to market, which has 45,000 unique images of the former US president. 45,000? Yeah, apparently so. So I think the first batch as well was around about the same number. Which <laughs> one of the things here? Um, it's <laughs> sorry, guys. I just read this, and it's, it's actually <laughs> me a little bit. <clears throat> Donald Trump's actually stated here. Um, they they show me that it's an art, it's comic book art. When you think about it, 
they show me they show me as art and I said I always wanted to have a 38 inch waist <laughs> so yeah it, it just caught me a little bit there but um, what I don't understand the utility utility behind a Donald Trump trading card NFT um, I, I don't I honestly don't understand why it's at market now there's a second batch I can tell you exactly why it's at market. Well, it's money, yeah. It is. It is literally um, to keep the flow of money moving in one direction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like there is, there is no other utility there. The utility is to uh, to part hardworking individuals, uh, tr- Trump followers and fans, if you will, of their hard-earned uh, money. Uh, there, there's. I mean, I obviously talk knowing zero about the project and just yeah. uh, I, a, a project. Is that the right word? Mm, not so yeah. sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I know nothing was, of it. What I do like to see though is it's actually been done on Polygon, so it's not uh, an ETH. It's not anything like that. Oh, wow, really cheaped out. Okay. Yeah, which you know, fair play. Like you know, if you're going to want volume to be transacted on it, you're you're not going to want to do that on Ethereum. Um, <laughs> not in the, yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. Well. That's ruined my day. Cheers for that, JP. Uh... <laughs> what else did we see yesterday? Um, Hackstaller. That was quite interesting to see. Packstaller took a nice jump. It was actually one of the members down in Discord um, highlighted it. So PaxUSDP, uh, that jumped to... I'm just going to try and pull up the number here. You made it depegged. No, oh, it jumped to... Where is it? $1.18. So it depegged. Yeah, well, yeah, depegged. <laughs> it's like for about 15, 20, 15 to twenty minutes, it um, jumped to a dollar eighteen. Then, you know, just came back to to surface. But the I don't know if the member if they are in here just now. Let us know. Did you manage to to do the short? He was looking at exploring how to short <laughs> USDP. So that's a very good one if you did jump on that. So it, yeah. alternatively, you could have used if there was a, a trading pair against USDP. Was to have gone long on the pair, yeah. That would be yeah. an alternative way of shorting. Um, interesting stuff. I wonder why. Like, was there a huge demand? Did it get listed somewhere? Um, Absolutely. I've seen you know. no news come off the back. Whenever you click on the, the links for the news, it comes up no recent news. <laughs> so, um, I've been trying to look into that one. It's interesting. Um, okay, cool. So let's just kind of circle back uh, to. Mr. Gensler, mm. right? Uh, he's he's made some 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 accusations, JB. Oh dear! Sure oh dear! This. Is this a glass house and stones situation? Is this? I'm just. I think it's more like he's throwing mud, and he's just uh, <laughs> trying to see what it sticks to. I don't want to use the word mud rather than anything else, but you know, it's, it's throwing stuff, and he's going to see what sticks. <laughs> um, I think so. <laughs> so this is this is what it, we've got, right? We've got. OMG dash Algorand TXN NAGA um, coin, which is NGC uh, IHT. Um, and basically, what this comes down to is that the SEC are charging Bittrex with uh, failing to register for uh, securities, right? The sale of securities. And they are saying that uh, Bittrex was selling OMG-Algorand TXN NG 
GC and IHT, uh, which they were not registered to do so. And obviously, indirectly, what they're essentially saying is that OMG dash Algorand, etc., are securities. <laughs> and that obviously is going to affect quite a few people. Um, there is a reasonably big community in Dash and a reasonably big community in Algorand. The other ones, I'm not so certain. I mean, OMG's been around a long time. I imagine yeah. there's probably a fair bit of people in that. Um, but I don't know. Are they literally just throwing and seeing what, what's going to hit? I think so, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we, know, we know at points Mr. Gensler held a, a considerable amount of Algorand and all of a sudden it's now a security, apparently. Whatever it is mm. he's doing here. Uh, yeah, as we touched on it previously, I think he's just doing the, the Jay Clayton effect. He's trying to trying to do something before he, he's pumped out the door. But come on. What was one of the one of the ones you mentioned there? IHT, which is something I've not yeah. even heard of. Real estate protocol. I house token. Is that is what that, that is? Uh, IHT's coming up as real estate protocol for me through coin market. It's called iHouse Token, according to the article that I'm looking at. Right. Um, okay. Never heard of it. I imagine it has something to do with real estate. Yeah. That's what I've got here. IHT real estate protocol. You know, there's going to be something that you could deem a security. It possibly is that. But um, <laughs> the... I mean, Algorand's the one that stands out. Yeah. Um, now. I'm not a big Algorand fan. I do hold Algorand, though. I think the technology is fantastic on Algorand's side. I just think it gets picked up and hyped about too much by people who don't fully understand how markets work. And as such, you end up with a lot of FOMO activity and something just doesn't perform very well. What I'd actually like to see is more marketing from the project side uh, so that we can actually see some true roadmaps that get spoke about and targets that get hit and accountability and all that kind of stuff of course if we see a lot of that then of course they can start flipping that there's then an argument that investors in algorand are looking at the project as uh, a way of um, returning a yield and therefore the sec will go after them <laughs> as a security and so it's kind of robin peter to pay paul to a degree like you need marketing but it needs to be done in the correct way we can't just go ahead and see you know uh, someone like let's say brad gardinghouse going on um mainstream media talking about how xrp is fantastic because then again you're going to get the attention of the sec but there's balance to be had i think charles hoskinson does it incredibly well with cardano the way that he approaches a youtube channel talks about the things that they're doing never talks about price action or anything like that um, and essentially is um just talking about the things that they're building and the progression that cardano is making i think a lot of these other projects could do really well with that and algorand may or may not be a security i haven't really paid terribly too much attention to algorand um but you know that being said i would highly doubt that algorand is a security uh, from the idea that the investors are expecting a return based on the performance of algorand because <laughs> that's just uh, not going to happen uh i obviously i jest there's going to be a few percentage points there um from speculative investment but I'm not looking at, you know, the leadership team of Algorand and thinking they're going to be doing a fantastic job and that's the reason that I'm going to be getting a return. Um, there's no contract there uh, that is going to allow me to think of Algorand's team, um, you know, performance being why I'm going to get a profit. Um, that being said, I obviously want them to do more, uh, which clearly means that they're not doing anything uh, or very little in the space. 
Dash and OMG are interesting. I can't imagine that Dash would be. OMG, I'm not so sure. I haven't really paid too much attention to that one either. What's your thoughts on it, uh, JB? Two projects I'm, I'm not really over familiar with was obviously IHT and Dash. OMG, I think obviously it's been spoke about a few times. It is actually on my charts here, so I have looked at it at some point. So um, as for Algorand, now I think the previous bull run, it was I don't think it done exceptionally well. Maybe like three, four thousand percent or something. I don't know. I'd have to go in and check. So I think what you're saying there is obviously spot on the the money. The the team themselves don't self promote. You don't see enough spoken about them. The the publicity for Algorand is non existent. <laughs> yeah, it's very poor. So you go and look at the ones that I think do it well in the space, the likes of your Ripple done it, well, XRP done it before, obviously, they lost it, they're not doing it now, they can't, but the likes of your AGIX, your ESTO, your ADA, your VeChain, Polygonsmatic, you know, to an extent, I don't think they do enough, but there's enough going out there for them to be in the limelight, that the marketing there is better than, obviously, what it is with Algorand, that Algorand need to really step up and promote, you know, it's... There's no, there's no shame in self-promotion. Let's, let's be honest here. Self-promotion it's, it's not even, it's not even like promoting something to try to get a sale. It's just talk about what you're doing. Yeah. Get, get, get your name in the market. Get your name in and folks' then, heads. Yeah. You know, um, and yeah, so I think we need, that, the whole entire space just needs to look at it differently, right? Stop thinking about price action and token prices and just start talking about the things that you're doing, you know, frequently. Not, not yeah. infrequently, but frequently, right? We want to just... Talk, just talk to people. Uh, talk the to physical the use case of Algorand, let's obviously let's talk about that publicly. Let's have that spread so folk actually know what's going on with uh, everything Algorand, what's going on in the, the development behind the scenes, what what project are they undertaking right now that's going to improve the the working <laughs> of Algorand, the, the, the capabilities of the project. But, you know, I think, Chris, you, you might be best telling us more about that. Yeah, I, th I think he's having a good think about it. Um, yes. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's been thinking for about 35 minutes on the intro alone. Uh, he still hasn't quite gotten over that part yet. But uh, uh, look, Algorand, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not convinced security. I think this is just the SEC throwing uh, and yeah. seeing what sticks. And some of this might be right. You know, iHouse token sounds like it probably is. <laughs> based on on kind of the, what the protocol's trying to do right um and some of these others may be but i disagree i don't think algorand is i would don't i don't think dash is omg i'm not 100 percent on but i don't think would be either i think this is literally just a we're just going to attack and maybe these people will settle to stop us going to court yeah. Um, I, and I think it's just a money grab, uh, as uh, Gary has been seen to be doing quite a bit of. Or not just Gary. I mean, that's to be fair. It's uh, pretty much just the SEC uh, all over. Like Chris has often said, isn't it, Chris? You, you often say that you you want to kind of take on the role of, of head of uh, SEC, or maybe even director, if that's the role that's going up. Uh, is, is that still on your on your radar on, on your roadmap, Chris, of the things you want to do? I think you're still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about it. Uh, he hasn't got his call yet, I don't think. Well, we've got uh, in the chat here. Uh, nice to see Chris has perked up a bit today. He seemed a bit down recently. Chris has not even blinked once. Did Chris finish thinking yet? Oh, I love it. Um, so, yeah, so let us know what you think. Do you think Algorand-OMG 
our securities. Uh, I personally am not so convinced. Um, but of course, you know, Gary's inability to um, defend himself correctly uh, or by saying too much without saying anything at all uh, in the sense of it's quite clear you have an absolutely no idea what you're doing and you really have fucked up uh, as your role of, of chairman uh, of the SEC. The Ripple lawyers are incredibly confident that XRP are going to be victorious. <laughs> and, and I'm based on the performance of Gary, uh, and if he is leading by example, it does only demonstrate to me, anyway, uh, why the uh, lawyers in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit uh, did balls up so many times for mm. filing all the paperwork for the SEC, because if that's your leadership, I mean, you've got no hope. It's worrying. I do totally agree with what you're saying. It is worrying that if you know that's what the case was but the 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 positive side to what's going on here is i think it, it's personally i think it's teeing up ripple for a win they they are getting rid of let's say just say they're getting rid of gensler before the ripple case comes to 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 obviously a bit more public knowledge that what the outcome is going to be <coughs> excuse me sorry the the to see the <laughs> I'm trying to articulate this in the nicest, best way possible. <laughs> For Gensler to be gone before the case is settled, it, it's very telling to me. Um, Scapegoat, is that the word that you're looking for? Yeah, it's given us indication that there's probably going to be a, a ripple win here, I think. Do, um, do we think it's going to be labelled up as the SEC only lost because of Gary Gensler? Yes, he's 100% going to be used as a scapegoat <laughs> in this. I do believe that. I don't ever... paid off though, right? Because uh, that's, that's what that'll be. Yeah, I mean, let's crack it down here. Gensler took this on. Regardless of what he said about this whole thing, let's obviously forget about everything there. The Gensler took this on. It was not Gensler that initiated it. Obviously, it was Mr. Clayton. Gensler has absolutely <laughs> balls it up and made an arse of everything that's going on uh, with the whole case. But I think with them talking now, obviously, Gensler went away. It's Team Ripple up for a nice win here. I'd I'd like to see I'd like to see them win. I think it, um, you know, let's be honest here. I think it might have two effects on the space that you'll see a lot more um, projects trying to get away with things that they shouldn't be getting away with because they're trying to test the limit of where they can get to with the SEC. But off the back of it, I think you'll obviously see a, a push in the market that you know not all cryptos are a security. That the SEC have got this one wrong. That you know, the fundamental strength behind it, the 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 project, something's caught my in the chat. I'll come back to it. <laughs> Some, um, something the the fundamental use behind obviously Ripple. We understand it. It's, it's good for the world, for you know the monetary side of the world. It's a good thing. So I'd like to I'd like to see them win. I want to see them win, and I'd like to see it happen soon. Go hmm. on then. Is yes, that a Liverpool shirt? It is a signed Liverpool oh, shirt. Oh. From the Champions League. Uh, was it the Champions League? No, it's not. It's in the badge at the bottom there. It was the Premier League World Club Cup and the UEFA Super Cup win on season 1920. That is a signed Liverpool shirt. Do you want to see mine? It's beautiful, right? You see it? Oh, wow. That's yeah. absolutely yeah. sensational. Uh, <laughs> I don't follow sport. I don't need to buy a shirt, put it into a frame, put it on a wall. Ah, <laughs> uh, Liverpool. Uh, to be fair, I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, 
That, that's the one thing I've always uh, debated about was whether I was going to leave up on the wall or not because I don't want folk to <laughs> be swayed. Oh, he's got Liverpool shirt. I'm not interested in watching that or listening to it. So let me know. If, if you need me to take it down, I'll happily take it down. Um, I've, my room's getting this, uh, is getting rebuilt anyway. So it'll be fine. Uh, dear. I've got a few yeah, ideas I, to, I might just put a frame. Just, just a frame. <laughs> <laughs> call it art. Let it go up in the tape mod and it'll be fine. We sell yeah. it for millions. Um, I once was in the Tate Modern, actually, just completely shifting subject here. Uh, Chris, just bear with me. Right. Um, I was in the Tate Modern, there was a mirror on the wall, and I was debating for ages, is it art or is it just a mirror? And I, to this day, can't confirm or deny. And also, there was an air conditioning unit on the wall. Couldn't know whether that was actually just an <laughs> AC unit or if it was supposed to be art. Like you can just walk around and everything in that place it, you know, could be perceptionally uh, a piece of garbage art. Um, who knows? Like, there was a bed that was made up in, in there when I went and, and apparently that was also an art piece and I wasn't to go and lay in it and fall asleep. So, yeah, um, I might just frame it and frame my wall behind me, put a price tag on it. Someone did, actually did this in New York, didn't they? They sold um, nothing. Like they just framed nothing, yeah. and they sold it for millions. Yeah, well, been, clever, right? very clever. I like the I like the analogy behind the mirror, the artwork of the mirror, because it's each individual who walks up to the mirror is the piece of art. Okay, let's change subject because you're entering a world I just know nothing of. <laughs> right. Okay. So one thing that has literally just flagged up. <coughs> Apologies, I had to clear my throat. One thing that has just flagged up on my, my news desktop there was the thing we were talking about last night when we were streaming. The dormant um, Bitcoin wallet. The fact that Chris was down again. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, was the, the one who's not here to defend themselves, by the way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dormant Bitcoin wallet that woke up after 9.3 oh, yes. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six and a half thousand Bitcoin, right? 6,071 Bitcoin, oh, to be exact. Yeah. So, this dormant Bitcoin wallet has seriously woken up now and has transferred 2,071.5 Bitcoin out of that wallet today. Wow. Um, I mean, fair play, right? Let's hypothetically say you, you knew you had a Bitcoin wallet. But you just <laughs> couldn't remember where you put it. And for years, you've been like, I must find this laptop. I know it's somewhere. I'm going to check the garage. I'm going to go check, um, you know, the, the, the attic space or the, the basement or whatever. And you've been searching for years. And, you know, it's like the, the pain of your life. You know, you know in your soul that you've got like thousands of Bitcoin. And you've seen Bitcoin go to 20,000, then down to 3,000. You've seen it go up to 65, then down to, to 20, and then back up to 69. Then right now you're seeing, oh, 30K Bitcoin. Like, where is this goddamn hard drive? Yeah. And then I don't know where you find it. I mean, I would probably be taking this exact same approach, right? I've just suddenly got access to 6,000 Bitcoin. I'm like, okay, what's a meaningful amount that I can take right now? while still having a substantial amount of Bitcoin for the later, I would probably be looking at 2,000 Bitcoin, liquidate that, yep. get myself sorted, get everything financially stable for the family, yep. and then ride out for the next 4,000 Bitcoin. You absolutely nailed out my thought process there. $60 million is enough to clear everything for the family. family mortgages, set the family for life, set up trust funds um, for obviously nieces and nephews. Everything would be set for life there for them, for myself, for my wife, 
from my wife's side of the family, 60 million, easily nail that off the park. So yeah, it'd be the exact same process. Take out 2,000, leave that 4,000 there. Wait till Bitcoin goes to $10 million, then you know, you're probably the <laughs> richest guy in the world. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, that's going to be a micro strategy, right? Um, but yeah. they aren't going to want the dollars. <laughs> An insane amount of Bitcoin they're now holding. Yeah. But again, um, <laughs> that's just another thing. If, if that's not screaming bullish that you've got so much going to MicroStrategy, I think obviously it's really good for the space. Now, Ronan is asking us, is this Chris or is this a photo of Chris? Chris? Yeah. Chris, do you want to elaborate a little? Yes, cool. Absolutely. I think he's muted. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris had to step out for today. Um, he's. I yeah, think he's, he's got a little trip, so he's he'll be back later. No, I think he's had to cancel the trip. There is uh, some family stuff going on. I think he has to sort out. Um, but he'll be back later, um, all being well. Um, so, one yes. Last, one last thing I think we might touch on before we yeah. go. Um, Coinbase. So we're seeing talks that Coinbase are potentially looking to leave the United States. There was talks on coming to the UK. They are now possibly not coming to the UK. <laughs> the, there's a lot going on here. I think it's worth everybody having a little look at this. Obviously, we know a lot of the, the viewers, the audience, do use Coinbase. So, obviously, we know why they want to leave the US, everything that's going on there. The reason they're now not considering the, the UK is the banks. So, obviously, banks blocking the, the fee onboarding onto the exchanges. I think that, that that that's easily sorted. I don't think it's an issue. Now, obviously, we've, we've touched on it before, how the, the city of London will be the hub for crypto. I totally believe that as well. So for the likes of Coinbase, let's just look at them, what they are. They're they are a major player in the space in terms of exchanges. For them to come over to the UK, I think, obviously, it, it's, it's terrific. And I think that the UK should be doing more to draw in everybody to the UK, to, to the city of London, to obviously make it the hub. We want to see this happen. Yeah, I think um, Coinbase and, and many others, you know, from the US are are getting so frustrated they are just going to leave. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, we got the live chat, Ronan uh, was thinking of moving to France, but everyone uh, was on strike, so it didn't happen. Uh, Coinbase <laughs> is already offshore. Uh, I think what we're going to see is you're going to see them just distancing themselves from the US uh, to a point where they're not going to be targets. Um, and I think Coinbase is actually, and, and to kind of that Gary Gensler um, thing again uh, from from Tuesday, it's Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah, Tuesday, yeah. Um, was, you know, the you know, pre-IPO documents, right? Uh, they would have seen it all. And um, they approved coinbase to go public yet coinbase was trading things and still is to this point things like algorand right and if algorand is security and uh, there's always been a security in the eyes of the sec then they should never approve the ipo for coinbase right so gary gensler is just absolutely on one and is just talking absolute bs um, and is just uh playing out someone's bidding because he's just a puppet at the end of the day yeah um but yeah it's it's interesting stuff so coinbase will distance themselves and many others will as well um like to see them over in the uk because the uk is hellbent on becoming a hub um whilst at the same time making it very difficult <laughs> to be a hub what else we'll is see. what else would be a good thing about coinbase being in the uk 
it'd be easier to get an interview with um, Mr. Armstrong. Uh, yeah. I would like to see that. Yeah. That so, would be uh, interesting. What they're saying up in the chat here, Tony, back to lives. Let's FG. Definitely. So I think the plan here with the lives will be Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays, obviously. Nine o'clock UK. Yeah. I think the last one worked really well. I went. I, I walked away from it very happy. I was a bit ominous about this one because we kind of think very similarly and we sometimes think differently to Nick, eh, to Chris. Sorry, Chris, so I don't yeah. know how this one was going to go. But I think this one's worked out quite so well. It's just well. big fun at Chris when he's not here. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to go one step further. I decided not to. Are you going <laughs> to Photoshop Chris's face? I was going to uh, to put some some clown makeup on. <laughs> that would have been so good. Uh, I didn't, obviously. But if he decides that he wants another day off, um, then uh, then, <laughs> then maybe I'll have to. Uh, we'll never know. Uh, obviously, these are all insider jokes. It's all good fun. Uh, yeah, it's all good. Um, Chris is just being cheeky today, indeed. He is just being cheeky today. Um, Gary took uh, the punch on the chin yesterday, agree that he is just a puppy. Yeah, he's a puppy. He's being paid to, to do yeah. these things. Um, it doesn't have to be as aggressive as he is uh, being on crypto. Uh, and that was quite clear during that hearing as well with the number of enforcement actions uh, versus the previous, uh, or his predecessors, I should say. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very clear that there's an agenda here to be as aggressive as he is. Um, but yeah, it is what it is for now, and we shall see how everything um, unfolds and how the chips may fall, uh, JB. Yeah, definitely. I think obviously this might be drawn out a little longer than anticipated. I don't think it's just going to be done. Gary's gone, and this is what's happening now. Um, the whole situation there, it's, it's just it's a mess. But, you know... <laughs> Just to put it mildly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we're going to wrap it up there for today. We'll be back uh, on Saturday for another um, live stream uh, on here. Um, but we have got a video lined up um, on the Cheeky Crypto channel uh, to talk about Bitcoin, Bitcoin's recent movements, what I think is likely to happen next. It goes live in eight minutes. Uh, as I finish this stream off, you should all be automatically taken over to that video. And I do encourage you guys to watch it and uh, let us know what you think of Bitcoin's structure. Do you think what we're plotting out is the correct thing? Let us know um, over there. And in fact, we'll be a premiere, so we'll be over there in a moment as well. So until the next live stream, guys, have a fantastic week and we'll see you all soon. Thanks, guys.